What up, what up, what up? You already know this is your man, Teddy B. Love, back again for another episode of Relax and Take Notes Podcast. If it's your first time, welcome. If not, welcome back. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right on into it. So I was just thinking um, just about like different eras, just in life. Um, and what I noticed, honestly, man, my era was different, yo. Like my era was a lot different. Like, and people will be like, well, what do you mean your era is different? Every era is different. It is, but my era was like that mesh between bad and good. And what I mean by that is right before my era was Vietnam, right? And we all know in the black community what Vietnam did to the black community as a whole. First of all, a lot of brothers was over there. And if you do your research, they treated a lot of the blacks in the service back then a little different. But, you know, a lot of black people went over there, fought for the country. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, But a lot of them came back addicted to drugs. Crack, heroin, cocaine. You know, all the opioids, all that stuff that they flipping out about now, like it's it's something new that was going on way back when. Right. So if you look at a lot of your older family members and some might be alive, some may have passed on. But if you knew anybody that came back from that and were addicted, that addiction stuck with a lot of them their entire life once they came back. And it wasn't necessarily a good thing. You know, it split up families. It created chaos in the hood. And a lot of people were affected negatively by that. So that right there was an era in itself. You know, a lot of the men came back and the women had to function and keep the family fed and keep things going with the children while their men were over fighting for our country. But the men that left were not the same men that came back. So that era was something. It was something else. It turned people who wanted to do better and be better and was looking for something better in life And it honestly turned a lot of them into drug addicts. And it affected a lot of people. Now, granted, when they came back, people that were selling drugs, oh, they loved it. They were making money hand over fist. But what did it do to everybody else? What did it do to their families, their friends, their loved ones, people that were close to them? You know, because you never want to see somebody in your family when they're addicted to drugs. And anybody listening that's got a family member addicted to drugs or was addicted to drugs, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. That it'll tear you up. It will affect everyone around them that cares about them. That stuff will just I've seen it destroy families. Like that. Destroy them. But you come out of that era. And you come into what I consider my era, which would be the 80s. And in the 80s, we had to deal with a lot. Because a lot of the kids in the 80s 
were the children from a lot of those people who had got addicted to those drugs, to those single mothers that were raising their kids because not everybody came back from that war. Some of them dudes left, didn't come back, you know. So now it's the mom and the kids and they got to figure it out. And she might not know because he might have been the breadwinner, you know, head of the house. And now she's got to do that. So now it puts more pressure on her, which puts more pressure on those kids. So the kids in the 80s had to deal with the effects of the drugs. That's why you'll hear people and they'll say it jokingly and it ain't really funny. But that's how they identify with a lot of the 80s babies. They call them the crack babies. Because it went from the heroin, then crack got real popular. And then all of a sudden people were getting addicted to, to the drugs, the, the women, the men. It was both. Crack had no, no um, particular person. It didn't. It wasn't more like, oh, well, that's a man's drug or that's more of a woman's drug. Crack didn't discriminate at all. Crack tore everybody up. You know what I mean? So you had, you was dealing with Reagan in the 80s. You was dealing with crack was real crazy in the 80s. And what it was doing to families, it was destroying them. But it was doing it even faster than the drugs that they were doing, you know what I mean? In the seventies coming into the eighties, it was like they were dying faster. You know, the kids were coming out. They literally were having crack babies. You watch any documentary on the eighties when they talk about crack and just listen to how they talk about what it did to the kids. So imagine the kids that actually survived that on top of the kids where their parents weren't addicted to any type of drugs, but they still had to deal with the economy of the 80s and it didn't favor the ghetto it didn't favor us in the hood at all right you didn't see a lot of prosperity you saw hard-working people just trying to make it trying to take care of their kids trying to feed their kids they was just grinding trying to get it you know you see a lot of mothers they worked in hospitals and you know fathers they was doing what they had to do you know back then it's still factories you know, they working for Ford or for GM. You know, they working in steel factories. You know, just trying to make a dollar, an honest dollar at that. Because it was easier even back then with the flood of the drugs coming in. Some people figure, hey, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and sell dope. Make more money that way. Be able to take care of my family. But they're taking penitentiary chances. Because if they get busted with the drugs, where they go? They go to jail. Just like them going off to the war. Because now the, the man is gone now. And it's just the woman and the kids. The cycle continues. It's just different. Instead of going to the war, now they're sending them to jail. That era was different. Because what that in turn did was, now if there were boys in the house, or not even boys, but even, you know, girls, but the older siblings... Now, okay, you're going to have to get out here and try to find a way to help your parents. You know, if your dad's locked up, now you got to go try and help your mom. However you can. So what did a lot of people do? They start selling drugs. Right? They ain't big time, but they doing stuff here and there just to put a couple dollars in their pocket so they can help out mom and put food on the table. Because God forbid it was a single mom with multiple kids. 
with that job that she's working, she's barely making enough to take care of them. So then they have to get on state funded assistance and welfare and things of that nature. They didn't necessarily want to, didn't have a choice. Because when everybody came back in the era before that, it kind of tore everything up. Now, luckily in my era, we still had what they call big mamas, the grandparents, right? Grandma will go on over to your grandma's house. You know, I'm working a double. So you got to stay over there. She'll make sure you eat, make sure y'all good. Keep you out of trouble. Don't do nothing. And that's one thing that our era had that I feel like this era of kids now has lost. And I don't know whether to blame the kids or blame us. But we still had manners. We still respected our elders. Still did what we were told. Yeah, we were devious and did things that we probably shouldn't have behind our parents' back. Ooh, what kid doesn't? But we weren't blatantly just disrespectful ever to our elders. Even if they were wrong or you didn't agree with what they said, it was, all right, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, you could talk to your trash when they're not around. But around them, you didn't do nothing that you weren't supposed to or wasn't told. That's one of the big differences between this era now and my era. My era was different. It was so rough in my era. If you made it through the 80s, you can make it through anything. If your parents are anywhere between, let's just say, because I'm going to talk, I'm talking early 80s. Now, granted, you know, late 80s, early 90s was still rough, but it was transitioning. It was a little different, right? The drugs was, was still prevalent, but it was a little different, right? Because we became a little more popular socially then. Because, you know, back in the day, everybody smoked weed. That was nothing. You know, it was the hard drugs that tore up your family. Not if your dad smoked a joint or something when he got off of work. That ain't tearing up nothing. He's still going to work, making money, putting food on the table. Your mama too, if she smoked, right? They might get him a fifth of liquor or a six pack of beer. That wasn't hurting, tearing up nobody. Now, granted, sometimes that liquor get a hold to you. Yeah, it can tear some things up too. But I'm talking about that hard dope. That's what was tearing everything up. But if you could have make it through that era, you can make it through anything. Right? I'm talking anybody between, let's just throw a number out there. We'll say 34 to 50. If you know anybody between that age group, watch them hustle when things get down. Watch how they operate and watch how they move when things get rough and things get tough. Just watch. Watch how they move when stuff like when stuff gets bad. Like, you know, people talking about all oh, pandemic and remember back in 08, oh, it's a recession. Watch how people that age now moved during the recession. It wasn't a recession for them because they knew how to go out and get it because they've always had to. They didn't have a choice. Growing up in my era, my era made everybody a savage because you had to go get it. Because guess what? We got to put clothes on our back, food on our table, and we got to go get it regardless. We can't wait for nobody else to hand it out and give it to us. We got to go get it. Whether that was going on the block and selling dope, whether that was shoveling snow in the, in the winter, raking leaves in the fall, cutting grass in the summer. Because all young cats didn't sell drugs, 
But everybody had a hustle. I'm going to go to the store and buy some candy and I'm going to go to school and sell it. You had to have some type of hustle to put a little bit of money in your pocket. Because you never know. They might cut mama's hours at work. Y'all still got to eat. They might lay somebody off, one of your parents off. Y'all still got to eat. And it was like we didn't have a choice. So having no choice made you different. My era was different. Built different. Like they say, built for it tough. We was built for it tough in every aspect. Yeah, people carried guns back in my era. And I know me saying my era, y'all looking like, well, he sound old. But think about it. How times have changed. This is the 80s I'm talking about. In the 80s, it was different. Yeah, we knew people that had guns and weapons and stuff like that. We understood that. But back then, we did a whole lot more fighting than we did shooting. And if you ran from a fight, don't worry. It was going to be waiting for you the next day. You was going to have to shoot that fair one regardless. Because once somebody, you know, presented the challenge like, yo, we're going to we gonna have to fight. You didn't have a choice. If you lost, you lost. You took the L, you took the L. That's why our whole thing was, nah, ain't nobody jumping, nobody. Everybody, the whole neighborhood would be out there to watch the fight. As long as it's a fair one. You get whooped, you get whooped. You put hands on somebody, you put hands on somebody. After that, hey, I still might not rock with you, you might not rock with me, but we done settled it. Let's keep it moving because, like I said, we savages and we got to figure out how to help out the family. You can't do that fighting every day. Once it was done, it was done. Y'all might not have got along, but it's like, yo, we ain't going to keep fighting every day. The era now, they don't even do that. I don't even like homeboy because of this, that, and the third. I'm going to just go shoot that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just go shoot him. What? Y'all can't fight? Y'all on box? What'd he say on Friday? My man John Witherspoon, rest in peace. That was hilarious, but it was true. Even back then, it's true now. You kids today are punks. Sissified. Afraid to take an ass whooping. You win some, you lose some. But you live to fight another day. All you need is these. Kids nowadays, they ain't doing that. Is that our fault? Or is that their fault? Is it our fault for not teaching them that this is how you handle a dispute? If you have to, as a resu- as a last resort, you're going to have to fight. So just fight. But I'm going to teach you how to box. I'm going to teach you how to defend yourself. So you ain't just being the one in the neighborhood just getting beat up by everybody either. Because back in the day, it was always some people in the hood that couldn't fight. But for the most part, everybody had decent hands. Some people had better hands than others. But for the most part, everybody was decent with it. So whoever you roll with, you knew, okay, if we get into it with some of these cats, everybody's not taking an L, right? We're going to get most of these because most of us were technically sound when it came to boxing because back then boxing was even better on TV. You had Hagler, you had Hearns, you had Leonard, Roberto Duran. Coming up, you had Iron Mike. You know, we saw what it was. You knew how to work your hand. But kids nowadays, they're not doing that. They honestly, I think just in my opinion, kids nowadays would not survive 
in that era. We would eat our children alive. If it was our children versus us and how we had to grow up, they would not stand a chance with us. In any aspect. They're more computer savvy, but computers was newer back then for us. You had to be street smart and book smart. Wasn't all technical back then. We knew how the streets operated even if you wasn't in the street. You knew how to run in the streets. You knew how to maneuver in the streets even if you wasn't a street dude. These kids nowadays, nope, they ain't doing it. They ain't even they ain't even built for it. If it was to go down like that, they wouldn't know what to do. That's why if you ever notice when you do see these young kids fight, even on like the, the world stars or whatever outlet you watching them on, you be like, yo, these little dudes can't even fight. A lot, and honestly, with with this era, the girls can fight better than the dudes. I'm gonna just be honest. Now, growing up in my era too, we had some girls that had some hands. They could throw. You be sitting there like, man, she fight like a dude. You respected it. You know, it was different. My era was just different. This era nowadays, they sit in the house, playing these $500 video game systems on flat screen TVs. And they ain't paid for none of it. But they want every game. All that. They want the newest Jordans. The newest Yeezys. They gotta have it. If they don't, they just, oh, I'm I, I'm just not. I gotta have something. Now, granted, we had fly stuff back in the day, too. But what we had on our feet and the clothes we had on our back didn't necessarily define us. Because let's be honest. We was all living in the same neighborhood, so... Quiet as kept, we was all broke. We was all below the poverty line. We was all considered poor. We wasn't middle class. We was poor. We made it look good, though. That's the difference. We turned nothing into something in every aspect of our lives. You ask a kid nowadays to get on a bike. Oh, well, we, I don't even know how to ride a bike. Okay. Is that all for it or there for it? I don't know. I'm not putting the blame on anybody because if they really wanted to learn how to do something, these kids are so smart, they'd be able to figure it out too. But we had bikes. Hell, back in my era, cats were still bikes. You know what I'm saying? You put, oh, I got a tire from this or I got a chain from that and I put it together myself because having a bike meant something. That means you could go somewhere and get there a whole lot faster because you didn't have to walk. Because a lot of people in my era, if you ain't have a bike, you was walking. You had a whole crew of cats. And everybody had a bike. Yo, we going to the park. We going here. We going there. You be all around the city on your bike. Long as you was home by them streetlights came on, though. That was a universal rule in the hood. You a kid, you can go play with your friends, do whatever. Don't steal nothing. Don't go to jail. And have your butt home by the time those street lights come on. I don't care what hood you from. That was universal everywhere. In my era. We walked if we had to walk somewhere. We wanted to get something from the corner store. We walked. Wanted to go play at ball at the park. We walked. Go to the adjacent neighborhood to play. 
football is us versus y'all, we walked. These kids nowadays won't walk across the street to pick up the mail. They won't walk to the end of the block with the trash can. You got to force them to get off their lazy butts to do anything. That's why I said we would have destroyed our kids if it was them versus us. Same age, everything. They would not stand a chance against us because our era was different. They don't want to do anything. Don't respect their elders, half of them. They don't want to work. They don't want to grind. They just want everything given to them. In my era, if you had a video game system, you was lucky. You was fortunate. And half of the neighborhood was at your house all the time, as much as your parents would allow, because you had a video game system. Whether it was an Atari, a Nintendo, or a Sega Genesis. They was at your house. Y'all got next. That's how the little tournament started. Yo, everybody coming over to so-and-so's house on the weekend. Because they got the game. Other than that, we was outside. We only played the game at night. Because that's when the street lights came on and you couldn't be outside. When we was allowed to be outside, we was outside. We was playing curveball. We was playing football. It wasn't tag either. It was tackle. In the street. We playing football. In the grass fields, we playing football. Cats out there having, we competed on everything. I know I'm faster than you. Line up then. On your march, get set, go. Me saying that right there just brought back so many memories for everybody from that era. Guaranteed. We made do with what we had. And we made it work. So nowadays, as adults, when things get rough, we just go, nah, we're going to make it. We're going to get through this. Ain't even going to be a problem. We're going to get through all of this because I survived the 80s. If I can survive the 80s, I can make it through anything. I made it through the crack era. I made it through the welfare era, the government cheese era. These kids would rather slit their wrist than eat government cheese. Now, if you gave a kid some government cheese, told them, this is how you make a grilled cheese with this, they would lose their mind. If you told them, no, nah, I'm not taking you nowhere, but you can walk and get on a bike, they'd rather not go. Nah, I ain't even doing all that. Like they too good, right? Think about it like this. Everybody that grew up in our area, look at your kids. Your kids, well, I ain't even going to say your kids. Our kids are what we consider back in the day as bougie as hell and stuck up. We would have seen our kids and beat them up on sight just because of how stank they act. Are you too good for that? You too good to eat a fried bologna sandwich? Oh, man, whatever. And they don't know what they're missing. Because that was the thing for us back then. You get a good fried bologna sandwich, you were straight. We were fortunate to get the name brand gear. Once our parents start being able to move up on their jobs that they had to hustle and grind for because just like we was going through it in the 80s, they were adults making sure that we were straight in the 80s. So once they start doing better, we start doing better.
as a whole in the hood. The hood start looking better, things start getting better. More people went from riding public transportation and now they getting cars, right? So now we ain't gotta walk everywhere. Your parents be, no, I'll take you, I'll drop you off. Cause they were proud to have that whip. The ones that didn't, you know. And I'm already one, I'ma tell you straight up, I ain't too good to say my parents rode public transportation. That's all they had. But they did what they had to do to make sure they could support me and my siblings. They did what they had to do. They had to walk to the bus stop, then get on the bus, sometimes transfer two to three different buses just to get to work. You gotta do what you gotta do. But let us tell our kids to do that. Think about it, how many kids you know that are your kids' age? that even know how to ride public transportation or have ever ridden public transportation. Think about it. How many, how many of y'all chauffeur y'all's kids to school now? Because they ain't had to go through the struggle we went through. Walking in the snow, walking to and from school. You had to get up early, walk to school, do well in school, get out of school, go home, do chores and do homework and both better be done or you was in a world full of trouble with your parents because they just got off of their nine to five job, had to come home, checking homework and cooking dinner and still trying to relax from the day they had at work and doing all of it. But us, we basically are Ubers for our kids. Oh, you got to go here. You got to go there. Okay, cool. Uh, let me rearrange my schedule for you. Nah, it was never like that with us. It was, hey, you got to be here by this time. You either can walk or take your bike. But if you took your bike, depending on what area you was going to, you better be careful because them bike jackers was waiting. Don't let it be a nice bike too. They be, you look up and be like, somebody stole my bike. Right? <laughs> them kids ain't never experienced nothing like that. Ain't nothing worse than looking up at somebody that stole your bike. Because now you got to explain that to your parents. Because to them, that's like losing a fight. Oh, you let such and such beat you up? Oh, nah, we ain't having that. Yeah, y'all going to have to fight again. Oh, somebody stole your bike. Well, where was you at? Well, why wasn't you looking? This, that, and the third. Getting cussed out because you lost your bike. Because their hard-earned money is what they see when they saw that bike. They saw the enjoyment of you having the new bike. But they were going... Yeah, I had to work this amount of hours and save this amount of much money to be able to get you that bike. My era was different. We had to work for everything we got. We didn't get any handouts. We didn't get no handouts. We had to grind for everything that we got. Because even when our parents did give us stuff, we had to earn it. You had to have good grades. You had to do your chores. Stay out of trouble. Because if you didn't, that was the consequences. Oh, you think you're getting new shoes for school? Well, yeah. Oh, no. Because every time you go in school, you're getting D's and F's. You will run a hole in them shoes before I buy you some new shoes until those grades change. Let you tell that to your kids now. They'll break all the way down and just quit completely. Oh, my God. I couldn't get the new Yeezys. Do you have a job? Are you hustling in the summer? Are you working a part-time job? Are you doing anything? So you doing bad in school and you ain't got no hustle or no ambition, but you want me to buy you these three or $400 tennis shoes. But you afraid to walk. You won't get on public transportation. 
You won't walk nowhere in your shoes. But your shoes are some people's car payments. Half of some people's rent. And that's on the low end. But you don't want to walk. Now whose fault is that? Is that theirs or ours? I don't know. You be the judge. But my era was different. These kids today would not survive in our era. In my era, they would not survive. They wouldn't make it. They would be what they consider lunch. Free food. Every time I see you, you're lunch. Because my era was different. Had to deal with drugs. Family members strung out. Single parent household. Paying all the bills. Some with government assistance, some without, but even the ones without still struggled. That era was different. If you made it out, you can make it through anything. Nothing will ever stop you. You'll be determined the rest of your life. And hopefully you pass it down on to your kids. I know I'm trying to do that. Do they always listen? No. Because when you tell them stuff, now they just looking at you like you're an old head. And you really ain't that old. But they looking at you like an old head because the way we were raised, we had to grind as if we were adults, as kids. And anything we did, you had to go a hundred with everything. You want to make it out the hood and want to play sports? Everybody was on the football team, even if you wasn't good. Because your parents was like, you got to figure out something. You got to find your niche. Until you find your niche, keep going. You might be good at basketball, but terrible in football. You might be good in baseball. Nobody really did soccer back in my era. I know we wish we would have, especially how much money they be making. They laugh at them NBA dudes contracts, by the way, as much money as they making. Had we known then what we know now, we'd be playing some soccer. <laughs> but our era was different. It made your leather super tough. Someone told you no, you didn't look at it as no, you just looked at it as Okay, not today or not right now, but it ain't going to be no forever because I'm going to keep going until I turn your no into a hell yeah. I got to keep grinding, got to keep going because my era was different. It made you super tough. Think about anybody that you know that if you listen to this and you're younger than that era, pay attention. Look at everybody around that you know, whether it's your parents, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles. That came from that era. Watch how they hustle and watch how they grind. And everything that they do. They always trying to figure out the next one. If you older than that. You understand because. You are the one of the ones that taught us. Because y'all made it out of y'all struggle. To help us get through ours. Because it wasn't easy. The 80s was an entirely different beast. That's why the early 90s went the way it was. Because we had to fight and scratch and claw so much to get out the 80s. That once we got to the 90s, early 90s, we were still fighting, still clawing. But we could see the light. And we kept going and kept going. And they kept trying to put us down, trying to keep us down. And we kept grinding. We kept doing what we had to do. And look at, look at us now. People in the hood are actually in certain neighborhoods that 
we would have never thought we'd be in. But we kept grinding. We kept going. Ain't nothing going to stop us. Look at anybody from that era. Even if they wasn't in the streets hustling dope. They was in a classroom hustling books. They was on the street hustling something. They had a grind. They had a goal. I'm getting out of this hood. I'm going to get this kind of car. I'm going to get this, this. And now the kids are reaping the benefits without having to go through that struggle. In my opinion, it wouldn't hurt to let them struggle a little bit. Because if not, they leather ain't going to be tough at all. And when the real world gets to them, peoples that came from our era and before, they're not going to know what to do. And we don't want them to fold. We want them to succeed, right? Treat them as if they grew up in our era. And watch the hustle come out of them that was in you. You'll see a direct reflection like, nah, they got hustle. They moving. They going to make it happen. I love it. I don't knock the young ones that got to hustle. Because I'm like, they going to eat the rest of their life. They going to be good. You ever seen younger cats and it reminds you of when you was a young cat? And you be sitting there like, man, they could have hung with us. They could have rolled in my era. He would have made it. But then you see some kids, you'd be like, lunch. Straight lunch. Because that era was different. We had Reagan, they got Trump. Right? It's the same, but it's different. Because we was built different than they were built. Right? They're built with the stuff that we gave them. But what is it that we didn't give them that we should have gave them? Think about that next time you're sitting down talking to your, your daughters and your sons. Give them what we didn't get, but give them what we got too. Because that's what made us who we are. That's how we survived our era. It's your man Teddy B. Love. Follow me on all social media platforms. I'm on Instagram, Teddy B. Love. On Facebook, at Relax and Take Notes Podcast. On Twitter, at Listen to Teddy B. If you like what I'm saying, make sure you share it comment if you don't we can have a discussion i'm cool with that too i'm open to listening you know what i mean share my opinion share yours i'm with that i'm cool share the teddy b love all right <laughs> check me out on anchor.fm forward slash teddy b love check me out on apple podcast google spot google podcast on spotify overcast pretty much anywhere you get your uh podcast or listen to any streaming service, I'm on there. Just make sure you hit that like and subscribe button as well, all right? Until next time, it's your man Teddy B. Love. I holla.